And we're back with another edition of the State of Sports podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be hot in here because this is the first cast with Mac back. And we all know what happened with Mac's Los Angeles Dodgers approximately a week and a half ago. See, now I understand why you brought the beer. No, no, no. Like so, it's like a peace <laughs> offering for the flaming no, that I'm about to I'm get. Not, I'm ready for it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not flaming. I'm just saying I understand that you're going to get heated because expectations run high in La La Land, and it, rightfully so. You guys have a really good team, and you've won the division like many times in a row. It's just that somehow, some way, you guys can't... <laughs> I'm, can't I'm, can't pull it out in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm fully aware. Sadly, I'm uh, <laughs> obviously very disappointed in uh, in my boys and blues performance. It's uh, it's definitely a big shame. Um, I obviously do want to focus on the fact that the Nationals are doing better than they ever did with Bryce Harper. That makes me feel super happy. And Bryce Harper actually congratulated him. Right, which kudos to him, of course. But of, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that he was dead weight for that team. But yeah. No, yeah. So when it comes to the Dodgers, I'm I'm very sad and very mad. Um, it's pretty obvious that we had some really major bullpen deficiencies that, for some reason, our top management didn't want to address uh, come the trade deadline. Um, I actually did feel pretty confident in our starting pitching, but once again, we got overmanaged by classic Dave Roberts when he decided that it was a great idea to throw Kershaw in relief after Bueller, which makes literally no sense since Bueller is a flame-throwing 98-mile-an-hour type guy, and Kershaw has, for the last three years, done nothing but lose velocity on his fastball, and his curveball is kind of going the wrong way too now. Um, I'm not sure why we were so married to that idea. I don't think it falls all on Kershaw. I don't think it falls all on Dave Roberts. I think it falls on the whole team because – I really feel like we were looking too much ahead to the next series. I feel like we didn't take the Nationals seriously like we should have. Um, and it's obvious that they're a real team because they went out and swept St. Louis as well. So uh, we definitely needed to put more effort into trying to beat them. But, yeah, overmanaging by Dave Roberts and another year of expectations missed. <laughs> yeah, what's new for you? Yeah, but, <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask, like, well, you said – they you didn't take they didn't take the national seriously. It kind of, I agree. I think they set their sights too far ahead of uh, the divisional series. Obviously, I think they were just already looking to World Series. I was assuming, but like, where do you go from now? Like, what's the first step the Dodgers need to take in order to? Honestly, I, know, I really feel series? I really feel like step one is fix the bullpen, and like step one A is find a real closer because. Kenley Jansen, it was pretty obvious that we didn't have the confidence to throw him in high-pressure situations, which I feel like was the right decision. Um, and Joe Kelly was dealing with not only injury problems throughout the whole season, but it looked to me like confidence issues as well. Um, it really, I really felt like he couldn't figure out how to, how, to, how to get the ball going how he wanted again. But honestly, I feel like this is just a learning experience. There's a lot of young guys on the roster. Um we got a lot of guys like Gavin Lux, Will Smith, um, who who uh, I think will be improving their performance in the upcoming years. So I really feel like this is not the time to hit the panic button and blow everything up. I feel like if we address some problems in the bullpen and stick with the core that we have, and hopefully Cody Bellinger can figure things out in the postseason, then I think we have a pretty good team moving forward. But but the bullpen is really where I feel like our, our issue lies. Interesting, interesting. Well, I 
I just wanted to allow you to go on your your rant. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I really the wound the wound is not as fresh anymore, so you won't yeah. you won't see me yelling and screaming <laughs> about it. But I definitely was yelling and screaming about it when it happened. Yeah, uh, it was very very sad. Um, Howie Kendrick is on my on my hate list now for that grand slam <laughs> that killed me. Hey, you had him. That killed you me. Guys had him. That 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 was. Wait, okay, let me actually turn my levels up because I turned them down a little. That was. A fantastic, like, 15 seconds that I looped over and over and <laughs> over again. I was going crazy. I was like, oh. That's okay. That's okay. You know, get get all get all the licks in. I I understand it. No, okay. Take uh, them all. Wait, Peyton, did you tell him what I was going to ask him? No. no, no. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, no. So this is fresh. So I was going to say, because you weren't able to record the podcast last week, um, and obviously I wasn't either, I was going to say... Um, to help preface the chat for that episode, would you record a clip with like what you said today, giving a fresher version of the, these takes on what the Dodger season has come to be? I and guess send, send yeah. it send it in as an audio clip. Would you would have would you have done that? Yeah, I I probably would have just for the content. Yeah, even for though the I content. probably would have been saying some outlandish stuff. Um, <laughs> I was really mad when that happened. Oh, like of, of course, like blowing a gasket type mad. That of was, course, when you when. when I think I, I think I said more curse words in a row than I've said in like five years when I was talking about Dave Roberts and his decisions in that series. That was, yeah, that was a tough one for sure. The funniest thing was just walking around campus hearing all the people talk about the Dodgers. That was the funniest part, I think. Just because you had so many people saying, fire Dave Roberts, uh, Kershaw doesn't have it anymore, and just all this other stuff that was just like, Wow, I guess the Dodgers yeah. fans really are heated. Yeah, again, no, we but <laughs> again, yeah. I mean, what can you say? It happens. It happens every year. Hey, I, I just gotta say, Dodgers postseason is just a gift that keeps on giving the Giants fans. You're not wrong. I love. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. Love to see it. Honestly, though, honestly, <laughs> though, I feel like I feel like this is probably a good learning experience for the Dodgers because if they had made it to the World Series, I feel like their cockiness levels would have been off the charts like three world series back to back to back like that like even if you lose all three of them that's got to have some sort of impact on your confidence like you got to be like oh yeah we're the best we don't need to work as hard to get there we're gonna be there for sure we're the top of the nl i think this way it really does kind of show them like if you have deficiencies and you don't address things in the middle of the season it's gonna come back to bite you in the butt later that's what i'm saying it's better to lose yeah, early than absolutely lose later i'd rather just take the loss early on assess yeah the situation and go on from there as to going to the world that's what i was saying when they go to the when the dodgers go to the world series i think it's it's hurting them more because i feel like they think okay yeah we do have it all together which it looked like they did but obviously this postseason showed otherwise yeah. so i'm like well as much as i would love to see them lose in the world series it's probably better that they lost in the first round so you would have loved to hear all the crap that uh, one of my professors was giving me for the Dodgers losing. Cause oh, I have, yeah, I, I, I bet he was yeah. prepared. For people on the podcast who don't know, I have a teacher who I've had for like the past two semesters, and him and I have a pretty good relationship. And he's, uh, I can't, I, I think he's a Giants fan, but I don't, I don't think he's really like a big fan of any baseball team. He just really likes watching the Dodgers lose. Yes. Um, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, that's mean. Um, but yeah, no, he was, he actually, he actually, some, some, another kid in his class lost a bet to him. And so, uh, last Thursday we got a nice little, uh, box of cookies 
from uh, courtesy of a, of a Dodger fan who said that they were going to win the World Series this year. So. Hey, shout out to that guy, though, for rooting for the Dodgers and actually having the... Hey, actually having the guts to back yeah, up his bet. Exactly. Yeah. So 100%. shout out to him. Good to know you have a lot of Dodgers fans in your corner, right? Well, I mean, there's just a lot of Dodgers fans in San Diego. That's all I can really say. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so what's up next, Nick? Um, up next, um, let's run down, first of all, quick um, overview of what the NLCS was. A true stomp by the Nationals. Did we expect it? No. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. I expected, no. I expected a good series because yeah. you have to think that well, – Oh, okay. I expected a good series until after the first game. And then when I saw the first game with Anibal, Anibal Sanchez going seven and two-thirds, keep in mind, this is Anibal Sanchez, who once was the ERA leader when him and Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander and Jordan Zimmerman and Rick Porcello were all on the Tigers with prime Miguel Cabrera. The missed opportunities of that team. That's a missed opportunity. Okay, yes, that's a missed opportunity. We all, uh, It's not as well-known, but it is a missed opportunity. But still, I kind of knew after that game... I was like, oh, it's over. If 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 Anibal Sanchez is doing seven and two thirds nasty on you, yeah, I mean, and then was, and then and then Ryan Zimmerman's play at first, it was just an ugly was, series all around from the Cardinals. Honestly, they could I think, not I think get what, anything going. I think with the Cardinals is that they're all super well rounded. There's no clear cut guy to save you from the like from like coming from down from the top rung who's going to save your team. Right. There's no there's no. Juan Soto for that team. Even the, has Paul Goldschmidt been injured? I haven't even. I'm not sure. He just couldn't get it going so. that series. No, Yikes! Yikes! But that's what me and Matt were talking about last week. The Cardinals are that team that's just like they're the Spurs of the MLB. They they don't know what rebuild the is. They don't yeah. know what rebuild is. They just reload. And the interesting about the Cardinals is that they reload with guys that just get. I just really are just, this is what we need. This is all we need you to do. Right. And we just need you to get your job. And they do. Like it's Nick said, they're, they're, they're never that guy. team that has the standout star, but nope. they're always the most well-rounded team exactly. in the playoffs. It's really it's really amazing to see. Like, Cause even, even with a guy like Goldschmidt, who you really do kind of think of as like, oh, he's just here to hit. No, nah, he had great defensive plays throughout the entire season. You know, he contributed where he needed to. He, I mean... I don't know what it is about the Cardinals organization, but it is really like you said, like the Spurs. They they just know how to develop players into well-rounded players. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm surprised. They, I think what that what I don't know if it's well-rounded players. This organization has a strong understanding and track record of proven of uh, development of players to fit organizational needs. Right. Exactly. Right. So if you have a need for a defensive OBP-based second baseman, you get Colton Wong. Uh, wasn't it DeYoung? No, DeYoung's no. shortstop. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right, you're so, right. so something like that. I don't, right. Yeah. Colton Wong is not actually OBP. He's actually a pretty good average hitter now. But still, it, they have a strong sense of re- refilling or I won't say stop gapping, but providing quality solutions for poles that you have due to injury or age, free agency, whatever. Right. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that's the, the key here. Um, fantastic season by the Cardinals winning the – NL Central? Central. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the divisions of football now, too. Um, it's a lot to keep track of. I won't blame you. And then in the ALCS, it's actually going on right now. Let me pull up the score. It's, what, game five tonight. The Astros, if they win, could take the series, and it could be Astros um, 
Nationals. But now it's top of the seventh, no outs. Um, Tommy Canley on the mound. It's 4-1 Yanks. So it looks like the series, series will go to six. Um, Stanton's at least back in the lineup. Stanton's back. That's good to see. Um, Aaron Hicks hit a three-run home run off the foul pole. I didn't see the full highlight. I just saw the bat flip and reaction by the good old Yankee fans. That's sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, that series, if it goes seven, that's going to be one of the great, one of these great series. Because so far, it's, it's been I hope Houston it all the way. I hope it goes I seven. I hope it does because we've really it, had kind of disappointments in the NL this year. Like, yeah. I need more exciting, like, series yeah. and games yeah. to get my baseball fixed before the World At, Series. The, the Nats-Dodgers was exciting. <laughs> I mean, maybe for y'all. Not see, for me. I was more, see, I was more disappointed That's what I was going to say. Um, but, yeah, if that goes seven, obviously Astros winning, hopefully – that that's pretty much, in my opinion that's the world series absolutely but that's also throwing that, disrespect which has been shown many times this year this postseason and even last series towards the nationals who have shown that in five game sets three three or winner take all they can get the job done so props to yeah i think is, is i think it, 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 dave, dave martinez it's dave martinez right the manager? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking of a, f- a former Cardinals manager, Mike Matheny. Um, yeah, yeah. Dave Martinez. Props to him for being um, d- having the right choices, and props to the Nationals for not having to show their bullpen. Right. Because because yeah. that that was early on this past year, dude. They were terrible. In they the really bullpen. were. Mm-hmm. Your best relievers, Fernando Rodney, forty old. Forty-year-old Fernando Rodney. ERA or something yeah. Like that. Well, you, now you have now you have a uh, Sean Doolittle who's pretty respectable, mm. but I don't know. He has kind of a bad rep for for uh, for for blowing some pretty tight games. But, but but he's better than what they had before him. Absolutely. Yeah. You have your so your, so your is top Max Scherzer coming in for relief, yeah. which blew my mind at the Dodgers. Series. I was literally screaming at the TV. I was like, "No, you can't do this. Why is this allowed? Yeah. Someone stop this!" <laughs> but yeah, so. Props to the Nationals um, for proving us all wrong. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Because we all think that the bullpen is the one of the backbones. Not, not first of all the starting pitching, but the bullpen is, is, I'd say, enhanced come postseason because you're playing games consecutively back to back. Pressure situations. Guys don't have the highest morale. They they're not in the game per mm-hmm. se, and they're walking guys. That's why you change pitchers. That's why you burn quote-unquote burn through your bullpen you want to have your best on the mound at all times yes and that's why it's amazing it's fantastic and i want to see it like part of me wants to see it succeed but i also want to see the astros win this year um i I, i'd rather see the nationals win so that the dodgers look better for losing to the eventual world series champs (laughs) yeah (laughs) but no i i mean like I definitely see if it pretty much no matter who comes out of the AL, I feel like it's it's going to go to them. Be it be it I, the I Yankees just, or the Astros. Just, like I know we've disrespected the Nationals for a long time, but I, I I'm not really sure this Cinderella story can go all the way. I think it's got to end somewhere. It has to end somewhere because you can't think that. I mean, I think they have a better chance against the if, Yankees if, and the Astros. See, so here's the thing: if if, if Garrett Cole is going seven. No what seven innings? That man strong? is literally a living cheat code. Yeah, that's there's no chance. See, that's the thing. If he's that. going seven against the Yankees, yeah, what's he going to do against the Nationals? I know. See, that's the thing. Survive. No disrespect yeah. because they made it to the World Series first time in franchise, franchise history. history. This is yeah. fantastic for the MDVA area, the whole DC area. I don't know why I said MDVA, 
Um, DMV. DMV. There you go. There you go. Um, still, fantastic for that franchise. First time in, the, in Nationals history. No Bryce Harper. And Mac, Mac, Mac fist bumps. But it's just tough because you have these two juggernauts and everyone kind of understands that in the AL, this is pretty much the whole World Series. You just have to handle your business against the NL and they'll win. Yep. Yeah. Hey, but that just reminds me of... Uh, how people talked about the Giants? No, no, no. The Giants are a completely different story. They, I mean, I was glad everybody. Hey, they came out the, the wild card a couple did, times, but it's just this talks of oh, the real World Series in the AL, and with Astros and the the Yankees, we were saying the same thing about basketball earlier this year with the Warriors. Yeah, that's Houston. true. See, here's here's the one thing though. Hey, Raptors first well, no, 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 okay. appearance. Well, no, so, so that's the thing. The Raptors. It may just be True. another. That just may be the theme of 2019. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's actually that's actually a really good correlation. That could happen, but it's tough. If if it does go seven and Astros do win, I think the Nationals actually have a pretty good chance against the Astros because because what doesn't get shown is the thinness. Although it's a pretty decent bullpen, the bullpen for the Astros is kind of thin. Besides. Mm-hmm. Presley, um, R- Robert Osuna, who else? Yeah, I would say the Yankees bullpen is definitely. Oh no, the Yankees bullpen is a murderer's row of, yeah. of guys. You have what? Chad Green and Tommy Canley as innings eaters. It shows. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you have your murderer's row four of when you need it. Chapman get, doesn't you, even need to be named, honestly. Like Chapman, Betances, the most reliable and successful reliever of the past few years. Ottavino, who's got a filthy slider, and Britton, who ha- who. I thought, or actually Buck Showalter thought, and I hopped on that bandwagon, should have been considered for, I think, 2017 AL Cy Young because he was so good um, with the saves for the Orioles. Right. Yeah. But still, if that goes to the Yankees, it's the Yankees all the way. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't know, though. I'm not sure when it but comes the Astros, to the Astros. But the, if you got, if you got guys in your starting rotation that are consistently going 7, 7.1. But, that's the, that, but that's, like, that's, that's the thing, though. They're... These the the guys for the Nationals have had rest. That's true. That's, that's the one. That's true. the one thing. But I mean, the hitting for the Astros, I got to give it advantage to Astros. Starting pitching, I got to give advantage to Astros. Even though they have Nationals have Scherzer and Strasburg, like I still got to give three is better than two. You know, Verlander, Cole, uh, Granky, I feel like is better than Scherzer. Cor- Corbin's been playing better than Granky this postseason, though. Yeah, but by that's name, true. but by but by name value, you have to think that Grinky can pull it off when it. Yeah, counts. exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's, we'll it's gonna, if, if it's if, never if, over if, till it's if over. it's if it's um, what do you call it? Astros Nationals. That's going to be a fun it'll series. Be a great, to it'll predict. be a great series. I just, I'm going to keep doubting the Nationals just because I want to see them win. So I've been doubting them the whole playoffs. So I'm just going to say, you know what. They're going to lose to whoever they're playing in the World Series because I want to see them win. So uh, it really doesn't matter who they're playing. I, I think the chances are pretty much similar towards whoever they're playing. Um, who would they stand a chance against more? I really couldn't tell you. I really, you don't you really don't have you don't really don't have an opinion on that. I really don't because I I I want to say it's either going to be Astros, Yankees, World Series champions, but. I don't know. It's it's just something about the Nationals that they're just playing off of so much momentum right now. 
the fact that they came off of well me and Matt were talking about this last week um, Matt was saying playing off of momentum is huge in baseball it's if you have a lot of momentum it can carry you right but the moment you lose it you're done you're you are basically you stand no chance and so I agree with that I feel like in baseball when if you're you, not moving ahead you're going backwards yeah if you if you're if your momentum is killed you're not you're your chances, your hopes, basically, for the rest of the postseason are killed. I feel like... Uh, and so, that's why I'm saying, like, with the Nationals, they really ha- are riding so high going into this World Series already, taking out the evil empire of the West um, in the first round, uh, and then sweeping the traditional... Powerhouse. NL, NL powerhouse yeah. in the Cardinals. Like, I, I for sure didn't expect that nope. at all. Nope. And... They just seem to be getting better. That's the scary thing. Juan Soto is is looking. He's a good. monster. He's a monster, yeah. and he's a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's. I think he's younger than that. He is younger than all of us. Younger than all of he us. Is, he technically, yeah. I believe, he is still twenty years old. He's still twenty. Because his, his birthday, his birthday is in December, I think. All I know is he wasn't allowed to drink, drink. champagne yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. the uh, in the celebration after they won the NLCS. So, kid's a monster. See, here's the thing about yes, as you're saying, the momentum and how it can carry you. It looks magical, but there's some reality to it that's these guys are actually good. Like, how far can momentum actually take? How, okay, how, how much? See, that's the thing that we're trying to quantify here. It's like a, it's like a science problem. Yeah. How much is actually momentum in this in this equation, or how much is actual talent, skill, day to day basis? You can get the results done. I think that yes, they do have a lot of momentum, but I I'm starting to see that. They have some pieces. You have a locker room guy in Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. National. You have a guy who ages like fine wine, Anthony Rendon. You have a defensive outfielder in Michael A. Taylor, and you also have a guy who also has a bat who also plays center field. Eaton. Eaton's, or, Eaton's sorry, in right field. Yeah, I meant, yeah. But in center field, who also can hit probably better than Michael A. Taylor, Victor Robles, who's pretty young himself. I think a rookie this year. You also have former Padre prospect Trey Turner, who flies around the bases, yep. although he is uh, injury-prone. Second base, I forget who they have. Oh, is it? No, Brian. I was going to say Brian Dozier. No. No, yeah, it, no, it is Brian it Dozier. It is Brian Dozier. Yeah. It is Brian Dozier. Man, I love Brian Dozier. I miss um, Brian Dozier. <laughs> I know. I, I miss him in the, in the Twins, not the Dodgers. Um, <laughs> and then you have, what, Kurt Suzuki and Jan Gomes in the back. It's There is a, a sprinkling of youth within a somewhat veteran laden and um led team yeah i i, I like the team I, I really like how they're constructed and i think if they as long as they don't go two games back they'll 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 uh, fight nip and tuck with the whoever uh they face in the world series it's it's, it's gonna be a fantastic it's gonna be a great world it's series. gonna be a fantastic yeah. world series i'm just pumped um next sport we can move on let's yeah. move it what do you want to talk because I want to talk NFL a little bit, because I know you want to talk about my Chargers. Or do you want to talk some NBA speculation? Either way, I'm good to go. I Let's talk NBA and then wrap up with football. Got it. NBA. I'm excited, first of all. Um, obviously, Anthony Data Davis is back. Um, <laughs> wow. Zion. Um, Out for it, the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. What really got my gears turning Bleacher Report has the audacity to put oh, Patrick no. Mahomes 
next to Zion saying, "These there's too much talent here. And I understand that if you watch watching Zion, dude's putting up fantastic numbers in the effective field goal percentage. And that's fantastic. I know it's preseason, but still, he looks the real deal. First rookie to average over 20 points in the preseason in 20-plus years. Since when did we start counting preseason stats? I mean, you're, you're 100% see, right, here's, but here's the the, thing. just the see, fact the that thing. I know that should see, tell you how important thing. Zion is. I love this age of advanced statistics, but then now we're going too far back. Like, sometimes ESPN creates statistics, or, like, these these news agencies create statistics just to justify, oh, man, this player's good. He's the Most first. rebounds after 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, okay, like okay. That. Yeah, enough, enough about that, but still. They put... An MVP, and who was on his way to an MVP before he went down last night in Patrick Mahomes next to Zion, a, a kid who... Has not played a minute of meaningful NBA basketball. Exactly. It's, it's, still, it's, it's, it's like creating, an, it's creating a narrative um, that Zion has to be this savior, but it's a team game. There's five guys. Um, right. Shot the five guys burgers. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're not even sponsored. I know, Come on. I know. But five guys. Five I actually guys. haven't five been guys, there. Please I, actually, I, actually, I actually have not been there in a while. Um, but anyway, but anyway, so. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. I'm really excited for this um, season. The NBA GM survey came out. Um, I just saw like uh, swipes of it on Instagram. They're saying I only saw one stat from that. De'Aaron Fox is the most likely to break out. Like 19. percent They said him as a breakout candidate. Giannis is 52 percent um, MVP. Forty-six percent to win um, the Deep championship. Boy. Oh, sorry. Is Clippers? Who's deep? Who's uh, they said Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert was yeah. more more okay. was likely. I'm not. Did surprised. you see? Did you Most see who they player, said? They said Miles Bridges. And I, I kind of agree with that. One. Okay, well, did you guys see for the first time they had someone other than LeBron ranked as the best player in the league? Did they? They took Kawhi. Forty-six percent of NBA I'm GMs not, think that Kawhi is the best player in the league. I'm currently. not surprised. I just feel like that's because we didn't see LeBron in the playoffs last year. That's I still feel like as a player. He's because once done. once LeBron knew he was out of it, he wasn't going he didn't super try. high. Yeah. yeah. And it's not to say that LeBron doesn't try. It's just that LeBron's such a machine, and he's so methodical with how he goes about stuff that he'll save his body for when he needs it. Speaking of LeBron and uh, the Lakers in general, have you guys been seeing how uh, ridiculous the Lakers have been during the preseason with how much they've played – AD and LeBron together did and how see, much they've had their the, starters um, on the floor and the post they put where they said, consider this a warning when they beat the Warriors in preseason. Yeah. Okay, well, They're I, getting uh, a little ahead of themselves see, here, if uh, you ask fair, me. Fair enough, but when you're doing double alley-oops to JaVale McGee through Dwight Howard. LeBron, oh, Dwight Howard. So you go to LeBron, to AD, to Dwight Howard. That's kind of filthy. It is nasty, for not, sure. Not going to lie. Because, Absolutely. Because say Anthony Davis goes for the, the tip-in, tip-in alley-oop, and then he misses it. Dwight Howard, the seven one, six nine. Is he six the, nine? The, they, uh, when they updated the, the heights, nine. he he lost like Jeez. four inches. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but still, he he still got the, the jumping. The, the team is good. Sure. I'm I'm just yeah. really I'm just really excited for the NBA season. Speaking of which, we got a draft. We ha- we have to draft our state of sports fantasy basketball league. When we post this, I'm gonna send out like a little DM to anybody that seems interested. And joining because we're down one guy right now. Ooh, oh, actually, actually, okay. tomorrow we'll talk about it. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um, but still, I'm I'm re- I'm really excited for the season. Um, what? How about before we transition to football? Why don't you say what's your like most exciting thing going into the first game? Uh, not to be like a total basic person here, but I am so incredibly excited to see what the New Orleans Pelicans are. Past the fact that it's just Zion. 
I'm really, really looking forward to seeing uh, Lonzo together with Zion. I'm looking forward to seeing Brandon Ingram in a role where he can probably thrive and actually more than likely be the highest scorer on that Pelicans team. Um, J.J. Redick, obviously, is a great pickup for them. I'm just really excited to see how the Pelicans pivot away from Anthony Davis and towards uh, the beginning of what looks like a really promising rebuild. Mm, Interesting. I would say I'm looking forward to the – hate to say it. Steph averaging 30. No, okay, well, I've been saying that. I'm Hot take, I guess, right now. I guess we'll say it before the season actually starts. Steph Curry, MVP. Said it already earlier. But uh, I'm actually really excited to watch the Miami Heat because I feel like they're going to finish, like, maybe top four in the East. Not going to lie. Top six. That is a burning hot Top six. Top six. Top six. But I feel like Miami Heat are going to surprise a lot of people this season. If Tyler Hero has a breakout season, you might not be wrong. Yes, that's why. That's That's why. Him and Jimmy Butler, I feel like, are going to be like. And Jimmy looks so happy. He really does. Yes. I'm happy for Jimmy. I know. He's gone through so much crap. Because that's the thing. Jimmy's such a dog, like, like a rough rider on the court. And he's super chill and outgoing off the court. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can you could tell in um, Minnesota, and kind of in Philly, he he knew, really wasn't happy. He knew he wasn't there long term. It's not where he wanted to be himself. Right. And besides, what more? What better place for a pr- uh, perimeter defender to go, a dog mentality to go, than to Eric Spolstra, the six hour practices, um, the Pat Riley. Um, Dude, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That whole that whole organization is going to be almost transformational for Jimmy Butler, I think. I'm excited for that. And I want I really am excited to watch them play and watch how they do. So I mean, I my other team was the Sixers, but I'm always excited to watch the Sixers, so So but. So what are you looking forward to most? Um one thing that we haven't mentioned and it's kind of some semi unrelated the jerseys, some of these jerseys, oh, the yeah. throwback jerseys. I've been seeing these posts on social media, um, where they like put the old jerseys on the current players. So D Rose in the old Pistons jerseys, mm-hmm. um, Mike Conley, Donovan, and, yeah, and Donovan, Donovan Mitchell in the, the Jazz. Jazz. Oh those man, those so those are so clean. Um, the old Rockets jerseys, the one with T Mac and Yao, um, with oh yeah, the yeah, one yeah, with yeah. the blue and then the white pin, white and red pinstripes. White. Stripes. I'm trying yeah. to think, uh, what are the other ones? But the Grizzlies, uh, the Grizzlies for the for the yeah, Vancouver, Vancouver Grizzlies throwbacks, the light blue ones. Those look amazing. Yeah, and having Jaron Jackson and uh, John Morant. They're bringing back the mid '80s Cavs jerseys, the blue and orange ones. Mm-hmm. Those look really good. Um, no one interesting is wearing them, but I love the jersey. Um, the Warriors came out with a new jersey. Um, the San Francisco the, ones. The I know Bay. you're not a big fan of those. I, I think those look I super mean, clean. We've seen them. I've seen them before, except they were in yellow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's back when Monte Ellis. They also have the so. Bay now, right? I was going to just the yeah, city the and the town. Yeah. They got the Bay too. Mm-hmm. That one looks really nice. Um, I'm trying to think. There's there's like two other Western Conference teams that I know have new jerseys, but I, I really love all the throwback. Oh, uh, the Clippers. Yes, yeah, the new like the GTA San Andreas lettering. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and their whole new court too. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited. I'm just, you know what else I'm excited for? Um, the inf- infusion of youth in the league. I think there's a lot of hype, whether it's going to be for real or not. That there are a lot of good young players like Tyler Hero. 
Um, Carson Edwards dropping those like eight threes. Yeah. Um, just like little highlights of people like that we've kind of seen on the come up, like Yuta Watanabe. Did you see that one where he did the up and under, and then the the OKC bench went like crazy? Yep. That was a okay. First of all, that was a filthy up and under. If any of you guys saw that, um, just stuff like Stephen Adams uh, shooting threes now. Ben Simmons yeah. hitting threes. Dude, Ben Simmons hit a three. The world is ending. Um, let's see what what what's another really good, um, really good young players. John Moran, Zion, RJ. I hope I RJ's heard, not a disappointment. I haven't heard man. much from him. I, I want to see Kristaps Przingis. I, I'm too. excited to see him and Luca. Because I don't. I'm excited to see Atlanta with Trey Young and John Collins yes. too. Another year of them together. The thing. Okay, I was okay. I was gonna say before we go to the Atlanta. The thing with the Mavericks is that I don't know if uh, KP is at like full game speed yet because he looks like no, he still moves a little he's slow. Still a step slow. For I, sure. I feel like it could be the thing um, with. Uh, not to say Gordon Hayward's leg injury, but it may take a little bit longer. Like, yeah, he yeah. won't it's get. It's gonna take him a minute for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, getting I'm, back into I'm, NBA I'm shape excited. is super underrated. People don't understand the difference between like being in elite athlete shape and being in elite athlete who plays every night shape. There's a big difference between those two yeah. things, and it'll take him a while to get back. But I got full faith in KP to come back in full strength, pretty much. Yeah. You yeah. see, uh, but uh, speaking of Porzingis, you see him get rocked at the rim by uh, Nerlens Noel. He rejected the living heck out of out of. Uh, oh KP. yeah, I did see that. That was great to see. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was, that was a weak dunk. Dude, I'm excited to watch the Thunder finish like 13th. I don't even care. We got we got <laughs> wait, we wait, got wait, young wait, talent. Before before we go back to um, before we go to NFL, like you said, um, Miles Bridges picked to be most improved. Is that solely because of talent, or do you think it's because of opportunity and Situation. empty empty minutes? opportunity so i think it's a combination of all three three. honestly yeah i mean he he definitely is super talented and athletic uh, athletic as well and uh he's gonna have a bigger role this year for sure i mean i'm just excited to see it he the dude the dude can jump out the gym like just just to be honest like he's got some crazy hops so speaking of crazy hops vince carter putting on a show at madden's madison square garden showing he's still got it Dude's dude's older than R.J. Barrett, or no, 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 of course. Dude's older than R.J. Barrett's dad. Yeah. The dude was playing in the league before R.J. Barrett Vince was Car- born. Vince Carter could be a lot of these kids' dads. I have never known a league without Vince Carter. So yeah, I mean, same here. He's my favorite player. Like, <laughs> that's, ever. That's that's the crazy thing to think about it. Just as I've never seen a football season without Tom Brady. As you can tell, we're or all uh, fantastic segue. Um, as you can yeah. tell, we're all excited about the uh, NBA season. Obviously, it tips off Tuesday, Tuesday, October 22nd. I forgot what the first game actually is, but you know, once it's uh, basketball season, we're on our grind. We're going to get slide and glide back going. Obviously, we kind of not doing it with football right now because I think we're focused on the picks. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah. that it's, that's a cool dynamic in and of itself. Um, so without further ado... The picks from last week, um, short rundown. We did fantastic in the early window. Um, Mac and I were 7 out of 10. Peyton was 6 out of 10. And then in the late window, oh, my goodness, we stunk up the joint. It was <laughs> That's a great way three, to put it. Think, I think all of us got like 3 out of 15. If that, yeah. 3 out of 16. That's true it, sports it, it, knowledge it, it, right it was, there. It was yeah. – see, I, that's what I was going to say. Is like if we, if, if we had that for the whole day, I was like, dang. We really picked a good, like a, a good week. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, we, we're Second not going to definitely brought us we're back. Not, to we're early. not going to go pick by pick. Um, let's run through uh, week six. Um, I'll run through the scores, little stat lines. You guys tell me what your favorite, uh, most important game of the week was. So, without further ado, let's start with my not San Diego Chargers, LA Chargers, <laughs> looking terrible against Duck Hodges, Devlin Hodges, and these um, Pittsburgh Steelers. It's pretty much an away game at that point. They played some uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers chant um it's called renegade i was really disrespectful as disrespectful um 24 17 I, I i don't know what it is um yeah i'm not even i'm not even going to stat line because that game that game was so depressing to watch it really was. it was so depressing to watch because normally on sunday nights i go to my grandparents so i was like okay this is the first time i've actually watched a chargers game on sunday night at my grandparents house since they moved to la and like the whole family was there watching just depressing to That's watch. A tough one. Just depressing to watch us like well, stink up the joint. Hey, one thing you have to look for is Hunter Henry. Hunter, see, for that's sure. the thing. If Hunter, sure. if Hunter Henry has been healthy, that's the thing with the Chargers. Injuries has injuries has plagued us. Um, Derwin James, um, Marquise, or not, not Marquise, Mike Pouncey, um, mm-hmm. Russell Kung, Brandon Meebane, all these guys, starters at line positions have been out. Derwin James, obviously, he's. Um, Reigning all pro first team free safety or safety. Yeah. Take it what it is as a rookie. That dude's going to be fantastic. Um, but Hunter Henry's back. And you know, Philip Rivers likes throwing to targets, uh, tight ends. Um, he does indeed. Yep. Um, so without further ado, let's just erase that game from my mind because talking about their matchup this week <laughs> is going to get me even more pissed. Um, next game Panthers Bucks. Um, Jameis Winston up and down. Um, I don't know what to do about James Winston. He's on my fantasy team. One, one, t- one TD. <laughs> oh, I know he's on your fantasy One TD, team. five in. Okay. Did I play this past week? Yeah, you did. Oh, my. Wait. Oh, wait. No, no, no. As I was going to say, I was relying on Phil Rivers to go off and Kenny Galladay to go off. We almost – we we actually – You had, got close. We got close because Aaron Rodgers and Mason Crosby stunk, like, stunk it up. Yeah. But still, James Winston, um, three, 30 out of 54, 400 flat. One TD, five interceptions, career high. Chris Godwin, though, had 151 yards. Um, Kyle Allen, real deal. Game manager or not, 20 of 32, 227s, two TDs in the early, early game out in London. Um, next game, Seahawks-Browns. That game was not fun. You were... I love uh, watching Baker get destroyed. I mean... That's a good time. Uh, okay. Their O-line, honestly, like... like well, let, let me run through this and then... We'll, we'll, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Um, and we'll do... How about this? We'll run through it, like... Setting a precedent. We'll run through it, and then we'll just do, like, reactions to, like, right, each go. game. Um, Seahawks-Browns, 32-28 Seahawks. Um, exciting game. Um, Texans-Chiefs. Texans pulling it out in Arrowhead. Fantastic win. Uh, Redskins-Dolphins. Uh, geez, Brian Flores tries to go for two, and then Kenyon Drake drops the ball. It was first of all. It was. That was honestly. It was. It was. It was. It was gonna. He was. He was. He was gonna get licked. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like destroyed. Um. Vikings destroy the Eagles at home. Thirty-eight twenty. Stephon Diggs has what? Three touchdowns. Four. Four. I thought. Yeah. Saints Jaguars. Um. Man, I was really banking on Gardner Minshew. That was a tough one for him. Yeah. He'll, he'll bounce back, though. That was tough. He'll bounce it was back. tough. It was tough. Um, Ravens, Bengals. The Bengals actually made it close for being winless. They did. <laughs> a six-point game. Uh, the Ravens couldn't put it away. They got ahead early. Like They scored, I think, only three points in the second half. Um, 49ers, Rams. I do not understand it. I still have not bought 
the 49ers, Dude, 49ers yeah. defense is real. It's real, but here's the thing. I don't buy Jimmy G as more than a game manager. Um, next game, Cardinals-Falcons. This game killed me in fantasy because you had freaking not only Matt Ryan, but you had David Johnson and Austin Hooper. Shout out to San Ramon. But every time. Dude, what the hell? I know. I, if that, not, was a, that was a crazy shoot. I did not expect that Because that, that game was like pretty timid until like the third quarter, then everything going off. Exploded. Yeah. yeah, and then there went my fantasy game. Um, Tennessee, it's a tale of two Marcus Mariotas, just like two um, Jameis Winstons. One game, he looks fantastic against the Falcons. Then again, who doesn't look fantastic against the Falcons? Um, and I then he got subbed in for Ryan Tannehill, who's now the starter. Um, next game. How about them Cowboys? 24-22 loss in... What, hey, in Sam Darnold's back, baby. Sam Dar- I'm telling you, Sam Darnold's Sam Darnold's a real deal, bro. The Jets are for real. Yeah. I'm telling you. I don't know about the Jets, but Sam Darnold for sure. And then um, the NFL, in classic NFL fashion... Stealing a game Dude, from the Lions. That was ridiculous. That was honestly what I wanted to talk about this whole segment. Take away, was, takeaways from the week. Dude, I, I just I can't wait to talk about this, about this Lions Packers game. Like uh, how do you flag Trey Flowers two times in a row for illegal hands to the face when A, he's literally never had that penalty before, and B, when they showed the replay on both of them, it wasn't even close. He literally on the first one had a hold of the outside of the dude's shoulder pad that he was trying to get through. And on the second one, he had a hold of his, like, collar area nowhere near the face mask. See, here's that the was thing. Re- that literally gifted the game to the Packers. The real they thing, would not have the won The real that. thing about that is that I was on r slash NFL watching the game thread. It was like, when Booger McFarlane calls you out for being a what? bad ref, you know it's They're pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Man, because I, I didn't watch those calls. Like, I was just um, game casting oh, it. I was no. game casting it. If you, I remember we were sitting here watching the game, and Booger was going off. Yeah, he, he was, was. Oh, he I, was I like, saw the clips after. Yeah, he he couldn't believe it. But I couldn't believe it either sitting there. I'm just watching. I'm like, that just looks like a regular highlight clip you would see on ESPN of the dude rushing the quarterback. Yeah. And nothing else. Yeah, Peyton and I both had the same reaction to it. We were both dumbfounded. It was I, I really I really could not believe that they called him for that on on basically back to back plays as well. Yeah, that was oh, that was my utterly uncalled for. On what a third down too? Yeah, a third and long. Yeah, it was it was like third and fourteen, I think yeah. it was, and, and, and that long. pretty much gave him the game. It did. Yeah, it it hundred percent sealed the game for them. That was I really feel like at some point we need to call out either bad refing or the NFL as as a unit for basically throwing how games are going. Like, I don't know if that was a conceded effort by them, but it sure as heck looked like one. Yeah. So. Okay, well, yeah. before we move on to week seven, what are your guys' game of the weeks? Of this past week? This uh, Yeah, week six. Niners, Rams. Cowboys, oh, Jets. Honestly. I was going to say Texans, Chiefs. That was a great one, too. Yeah. Deshaun I, Watson. Deshaun, yeah. Deshaun Watson over the past few weeks. Like, early on, he's been sacked a lot. But I think that over the past few weeks, he's shown the – um, awareness uh, to either dump it off, throw it away, not get sacked, don't take hits. Because with a guy that also somewhat relies on his legs as much as he relies on his arm, he took a lot of hits early on. Um, and I just think it was fantastic for him to show the poise and composure to do it in, Harrow, in Arrowhead on the road against the Chiefs. Um, that's, a, that's my big game of the week. I, I mean, I wouldn't argue with that. I feel like that was a big game. Next, I, I just said... Niners Rams with. And then next, this upcoming week, let me pull up the pick'em sheet. Let's get it started. 
Arizona at New York. New York by three. Arizona at New York. Giants? Yes, New York Giants. New Wait, York? Giants by three. I'm gonna take the under, and I'm saying Arizona wins that game. I'm wait, wait, let me wait. Let me make sure. Pull that up. Yeah, Giants by three. I mean, I guess, I guess they're just saying home field. So you're saying what? Away and under. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Let me. Actually, you know what? Just fill these out after. We'll just talk about them verbally because it takes too yeah, long for, for me sure. to type them in. Next game, Houston at Indianapolis. Indianapolis by one. This is, for me, this is Houston and the under all the way. Oh, yeah. I, Absolutely. What? Oh, wait. Indy's coming off a bye week, though, right? I don't care. Indy, well, I don't with how care. Houston's been playing? Yeah. No, granted. Houston. Granted. And I will take, I will definitely take Houston in that one, but just it might be closer than you guys think because they're coming off a bye week and T.Y. Hilton's back. Uh, it can't be closer than one point. T.Y. Hilton's going to be, uh, that's okay, yeah, true. But I'm saying, like, I think, I think we all believe that Houston will definitely beat them by more than that but ty hilton coming back off of well he was back last week but he was not 100 he will be at 100 coming off the bye week just keep an eye out for indy yeah. that's all i'm saying yeah um miami at buffalo buffalo by 17 i'm gonna say the under yeah i'll take the under on that uh yeah i'll take well, the under on bills that. d yeah still you'll yeah. take the under buffalo over buffalo over okay we're, okay well remember your, remember your picks remember your picks i'll do my best um Minnesota at Detroit, at Detroit, Minnesota by two. Minnesota yeah, I'm taking Detroit to win that one. I'm going to take Minnesota because I think... Minnesota over, for sure. I think, yeah, I'm also going to go with Minnesota over because I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a monster game. Yeah. Because uh, he's had a lackluster last week. That's true. Um, Oakland at Green Bay. Green Bay four and a half. Four and a half? Green Bay over. Peyton coming in with a homer take. <sighs> Is he going to be a realist? I'm going to say I'm going to be a realist and say Green Bay, but under, because I feel like it's going to be a field goal. Because it's Nick, four and a half, right? See, I got nothing to lose because I know the Chargers are most likely not going to make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Oakland and the under. I'm going to say David Carr, Derek Carr, Derek Carr, <laughs> Derek, no. Derek Carr <laughs> returns to about the better brother. Hold Derek, on. Derek Carr returns to what? 2017 MVP or 2015 MVP form. And, 2016. Um, 2016 MVP form, right in the middle. Um, and yeah, one of those. steals a game um, from Green Bay, who was stolen a game from who, from the Detroit Lions. That's yeah. the only reason why I say Green Bay wins. I Jacksonville like at Cincinnati, Jacksonville, four and a half. I'll take Jacksonville over. Jacksonville Garden over. Minshew comeback game for sure. Yes, same here. Yeah, Jacksonville yeah. over. Rams at the Falcons. Rams only by three. That's Rams over. If, if Gurley's healthy, it's Rams yeah, over. I would. I, even if Gurley's not healthy, I'll take Rams over the Falcons. The Falcons' defenses looked absolutely terrible. What's the spread again? Rams by three. Rams over. Yeah, no, for I sure. I mean, Robert Woods will probably have a giant game. Uh, Brandon Cooks probably have a giant game. Yeah. I mean, the Atlanta secondary is literally a joke. So, well, because of injuries. Again. Oh yeah, no, not by no fault of their own. Keanu Neal, Deion Jones, both. Yeah, it's sad. It, it sucks. really feels like the same story as last year. Yeah. It's tough. Um, San Francisco, Washington. San Francisco by ten. San Francisco in the over. Yeah, as, much, go, as, much as, as much as as much as I harp on Jimmy Garoppolo is nothing more than a game manager, a glorified game manager. Their schedule. Well, they has just been lost in their favor. Washington. Know, Washington yeah. just lost their head coach too. So like, yeah. Not yeah. not that he was doing hey, anything. Hey, hey they they did beat the Dolphins. 
Hey, okay, yeah, still, yeah. still, 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 still. Wow, what a vote of confidence um, that is. Before we go to the Chargers game, because I'm going to have a long spiel to end out the podcast, um, Baltimore at Seattle. Seattle by three. I'm going to go Baltimore in the under. Baltimore I think. at Seattle? I'd say Seattle over. I, oh, that's right. I say Seattle. I, I, I'm going to go with Seattle over as well, because I, I think I think 12th man's going to come in strong Give me here. Seattle under. You're going to see Gosh. MVP. I think that'll be a close MVP one. I think that'll be a really close one. You're going to see a dangerous Russell Wilson. Russell's already in MVP, Danger Russ. MVP form. Oh, he is. You're going to see danger Because he actually has a decent line, and he has a wide Dude, he, receiver. I feel like he's decided this year for sure. Um, like he's going off. Oh, yeah. New Orleans at Chicago. Chicago, three and New a half. Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. You say Chicago three Camara, and a half? Camara is out, though. Camara is out. I forgot about that. Wow. Actually. And, changes, and, and, I, I, th- and I think Watson is out as well. That does change everything. Ooh. I'm going Chicago. Yeah. I'm going Chicago, Chicago and the under. I'm saying Chicago and over. Yeah, I'll go now. over as well. Just because I felt like... Because Trubisky's back. As much as Trubisky well, played like absolute dog. Back, but like really when he went, yeah, when Trubisky, he got injured. Trubisky does not sway the game more than two points in my New opinion. New Orleans losing Kamara is huge. Oh Yeah, yeah absolutely. I felt like because yeah. their That's only the answer for when Kamara wasn't working was Mark Ingram last season. Right. Yeah. And, and Mark Ingram's not there anymore. Latavius yeah. Murray, I don't think he's going to be able to do that for them. Yeah. Um, next game. Fly, Eagles, fly. Go into the Cowboy Stadium. Is it Cowboy Stadium? Tell me Cowboys are favorite Basically on that. Basically, America's Cow- stadium. Yeah. Um, America's game of the week. Oh, no. This is actually Yawn. Sunday night. Sunday night. Ooh, Dallas on Sunday it's night. What's Sunday Sunday night. Dallas uh, by two and a half. I'm going to go with Philly. Philly under. And the under, yeah. Uh, give me Dallas. Ah, jeez. They just lost a bad one to the Jets. Come on. They got to come out swinging. I'll say I'll say Dallas in the over. It's going to okay. be a, a fight. They got to like come out swinging. Something. Next one, New England, or this is Monday night. New England at the Jets. New England only by nine and a half. Is does Sam Darnold? Ooh, I think the Jets have a real chance to hand the Patriots their first L. Because this, is, first of all, it's this is home. really the best it, team the Patriots have played so far. It's, it's at home. So you're you're telling me that the Bills can do a better job? The Dude, Bill, I, the Bills and a half of Matt Barkley can do a better job than Sam Darnold. And Matt, the Jets can. The Bills are definitely better than the Jets. Don't get me wrong. The Bills' defense is better the than the Bills Jets, but the Jets' offense is head and shoulders above the Bills. Come on, bro. Yeah, but the Bills have – if you've watched a Bills football game, you've seen them all, and that's why I love the Bills. They play their brand of football every single game, and they get you to play their brand of football every single game. And they got the Patriots to play their brand of football in that one game. If they can do that, there is not one team in that league that they in this league that they can beat. I don't think. Damn, Peyton, Jets. Peyton got to convict. Coming through, yeah, he's, con- he's convicted. convicted on this I was gonna one. say, yes. no. I'm, I'm. See, that's the thing. I'm going with New England and the under. I think Sam Darnold is going to really test Tom Brady. I think the New England season is too magical already, as as, as much as I hate to say it. New England and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be bold. I'll Sorry. go with the Jets. In the wow. End. And with re- that. Oh no, we yeah, didn't your co- Chargers game. We didn't cover Let's the Chargers it. game. Oh man, uh, what's new? Get on the soapbox. Let's See, go. Here's the thing: Chargers at Nashville, Tennessee, and Tennessee's by two and a half. This is the same Tennessee team who got freaking shut out by Denver. But then again, you're talking about a Chargers team who just lost to the 
Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, who I, were I, shut I, out who through the third out. quarter by and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I, under, I understand that. And what? Mason Rudolph didn't even play that? Mason, yeah, it was the third string yeah, quarterback. It was one rung before the emergency quarterback. Yeah. All right, enough, enough talking crap on the Chargers. Let's hear it. I'm going with the Chargers. Got to be Homer here. The Chargers in the under because, okay, if they lose, all hope is lost. Like, I will probably relinquish my fanhood net, uh, the upcoming year. I'll, like, I'll follow them to the end of the If they lose this game, <laughs> I will probably relinquish my fanhood. All right, They're, who are you going to if, you, if they lose? Probably the Rams. No, see, that's the thing. My dad says his new team is now the 49ers, and I'm like, I don't buy them because I don't buy Jimmy G as more than a game manager. I'm going to say that like a broken record. I may go... Oh, man, I don't know. I may go with the Jets because I hate the Patriots Bro, so much. Just, I like it. I respect it. fresh and root for the Raiders in Las Vegas. Stop. Stop Stop right now. Yeah, they're no longer I know you live team. here, but get out. They're no, no longer in California. See, okay, well. They start a new starting ground. Okay, go we're going we're gonna to have a continued discussion on this <laughs> of what team I should join regardless because I'm going to leave the Chargers someday because it my my <laughs> – <laughs> the confidence in your team. I'm gonna leave. I'm going to leave. The <laughs> no, because because well, you know, hey, once, you know, once Phil you know Rivers how, is gone, there's really no you, reason. You to know, you know how hard it is to be a Chargers fan. I do actually. Oh, yeah, I understand because you've dealt with worse. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like every game is close. It's not like the Dodgers where you have high success and then the lowest of lows, but. Every game is every game's a heartbreaker for a Every Chargers game's fan. a heartbreaker, whether it's fantastic or not. It's a heartbreaker. It's it's tough. Like a part of me wanted to go to Green Bay because I love Aaron Rodgers. I, I I think he's fantastic. Don't be a basic NFL fan like that. Come on, Green Bay already has enough fans. They don't need another. I may go. I'm, I'm, Come I'm, to I, Sean McJesus. Come on. I'm I'm leaning towards the Jets because I, I I believe Sam Darnold is the is going to slowly prove that he's the best quarterback of that class. Yeah. Okay. I, I, mean, I think with that. Uh, with my pick, I'd say Chargers and over. Chargers or and Chargers over. And under. Chargers and under. Yeah, I'll take Tennessee. Wow. And How over. bold are you? Hey, they're coming off they're coming off a bad loss. They gotta be motivated. And it's the Chargers. Come on. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Still Tennessee. Ay, um, Bro, Tennessee's does not is not bad. Come on. They're not better than the Chargers. I'll uh, say that. Mm, we'll see about that. All right. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, I think with that comes to the end of no 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 it's not the end yet I got a big birthday shout oh, out Jesus. to my man Nick <laughs> oh, he is 21 years old oh god I want to hear it for him you know let's let's hear the clapping even though it's, this is a recorded podcast I want to hear y'all clap for him let's go I think, I, I think you're, you're hurting the, you're hurting the ears of the, po- the podcast listeners because I'm looking at the yeah <laughs> my bad hey I hope you were clapping with me there listeners yeah y'all better have been right. clapping yeah. <laughs> thank you everybody yeah but yeah, I think with that comes to the end of a very condensed version. Obviously, in the spirit of Matt Leong, who's not here today, not we like kept it, it nice and short. Yeah, form. we kept it nice and short. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. With that, we'll see you next week. We're going to talk a bunch of baseball. The World Series is going to probably almost start. Um, basketball is going to be in swing. We're going to have drafted our fantasy basketball teams, and it's another week of NFL football. This is. Late October into early November, one of the best times to be a sports fan in general, and you will have all your stuff and news here at State of Sports. So come on back for another episode next week. I'm your host, Nick Riccario. I'm Mac Dolphy. And I'm Peyton Smith. And we'll see you in the next one later. Later. Peace.